You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Yesterday I was talking to Dwayne Fran Furen from ShareNet and he sent me all these WhatsApps about a new feature on the sharenet.co.za tools page. Dwayne Van Furen is from ShareNet. He's on the telephone now. And of course, this podcast is proudly brought to you by ShareNet.co.za. I haven't had a chance to look at what you were talking about yesterday, Dwayne, but it sounds interesting because it's a predictive tool. Tell us more, please. Hey, Lindsay. Well, actually, it's uh, two new tools that rented up on the ShareNet homepage. It's obviously your podcast. So people can get access to your podcasts from a podcast list we're showing on our homepage. And right below that, Lindsay, we've got, for the first time ever, uh, ShareNet publishing some of their proprietary indicators. You know, we're always in the business of publishing data from the JSC, but we have our own research units within ShareNet and Quants, and we have developed, obviously, a whole lot of indicators for our analytics subscribers to do predictive analysis on the JSC. Yeah. And this is one of our most popular that we've decided to release to the public. It's called the Analytics Short-Term Liquidity Risk Indicator. And it's basically, in a nutshell, tries to show you when the market is more risky or less risky. And it's got two lines on it. It's very simple to use the chart. The one line is the J203 All Share Index. Just before you go on, um, I'm on the homepage yes. now, sharenet.co.za. Where do I go? Can you navigate for me, please? Yes, so go to your podcast, which I think is just below the fold on the right, yes. Strictly Business uh, Podcast. Got that. And then right under that, you'll see analytics indicators. Gotcha. And then we'll be releasing a number of these over time. But the first one is the first tab is the short-term liquidity indicator. So there you can see the blue line is your all share index. Yes. And then the black line is the liquidity risk index. And right now it's showing you it's negative. It has been for a while. So sort of, I don't know what the date is there, the the 6th, 6th of March, it went negative. Right. And basically telling you that liquidity is draining from the market, which means the market is vulnerable. Now, of course, the When you say liquidity, go, sorry to interrupt you, Wayne, when you say liquidity, yeah. are you talking about the daily volume that I speak about every day on the five o'clock shadow with Greg Davies and other commentators? In other words, yesterday was just below 20 billion, which was pretty good because earlier in the week, the value traded on the JSC was something like 14.8 billion, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. Is that what you mean by liquidity? Yeah. So we have four components to the index. Uh, volume is obviously one of them. So that contributes 25% towards the index. But we're looking at something different here. We're not looking at overall volume. We're actually looking at net advancing or net declining volume for this particular component. So what we do there is we look at the volume of all the shares that went up in price. And from that, we subtract the volume of all the shares that went down in price. And that leaves us with a positive or a negative number. If that number is positive, it means we had net volume inflow. And if it's negative, we obviously had net volume outflows. So it is a very good representation of liquidity looking purely at volume. So that's the, obviously volume precedes price. So it's, it would be remiss not to have volume in any, any liquidity indicator. So that's one of the components. So that black line you see there, which is for short, we call it the SDL for short term liquidity. What you are seeing in that black line, 25% of what that line is at at the moment uh, is represented by volume. But there are other factors we look at as well, such as net advancing, uh, net new highs minus net new lows. Right. So that is sort of a breadth index. 
So that doesn't look at the price of the all share. It looks at what's actually going on under the skirts of the all share. So in this particular instance, it's looking at net new 10-day highs, less net new 10-day lows. And it's looking at net new 50-day highs, less net new 50-day lows. And the idea is if more shares are making 10-day highs or 50-day highs than are making 50-day lows, then obviously more shares are going up than you are going down and things are positive. The market is experiencing positive liquidity and vice versa. So that's the second component that goes together with the volume component. Right. And then the third component we're using is we're saying, right, we've looked at two things that are under the hood of the JST itself. We looked at volume. We've looked at market breadth or net new highs. Yeah. And then we're saying the actual price of the all share index itself is also important. We need to look at that. You know, it's quite easy to see when something is trending down. Obviously, it's trending down because there's a liquidity outflow. So the actual price of the all share index itself, the price level of the all share index itself, is another 25% of this index. And we have found the best one to use here is the percentage that the all share is trading from its 20-day moving average. It's a very simple technical indicator that most technical analysts uh, would understand and appreciate. So we just have the all share, you draw your 20-day moving average, and then just measure how much percent we are away from that. And obviously, if you are below your 20-day moving average, at least on the 20-day period, you're trending down. So we're using that as an expression of liquidity outflows. And if you're above your 20-day moving average, and, and if you're very high above your 20-day moving average, then obviously that's very strong liquidity inflows. So that's the third component of the index. And then the final component we use is very interesting, is volatility. When volatility is high, uh, liquidity is draining from the market. You know, there's higher selling pressure, there's more sellers than buyers. And for that, we use the South African Volatility Index, the SAVI, which is a, for those who are familiar with the VIX, used in the US. The SAVI is just the South African VIX, really. Right. And we use that as the final fourth component in the liquidity indicator. You know, if volatility is low, it's generally reminiscent of a melt-up in a bull market. You know, everyone's confident. You know, markets don't panic, buy on the way up, except if they're crypto. So low volatility is normally associated with a rising market. But obviously, when markets are falling, panic sets in, volatility shoots through the roof. So those are four very diversified, completely different ways of measuring and looking at liquidity. Okay, so the, and, this, and just let's get this clear. This is a, an exclusive indicator developed by the team at ShareNet. Correct. The analytics team at ShareNet have spent over five years developing this indicator for their clients. Okay, and if you're not, if you're a person like me who maybe doesn't have the time, but more importantly, doesn't have the brain power to understand the significance of the four inputs, in other words, volume, breadth, the price yes. of the all share in percentage terms from the 20 day moving average, and volatility, the SAVI, the South African Volatility Index, which is the same as the overseas VIX, the Volatility Index. And just one looks at the front page of sharenet.co.za under analytics indicators and sees the black line and the blue line. How do I interpret that just with a snapshot? If I look at what we're both looking at now on your front page, what is it telling me? 
So, Lindsay, this is a really versatile little indicator. So, let me take you through it quickly. So, if it's negative, things are bearish. Right. That's that's quite simple. Now, obviously, if it's negative and pointing down, it's a lot more bearish than if it's negative and pointing up. So, if it's negative and pointing down, it's telling you uh, liquidity is flowing out of the market at an increasing rate, i.e. things are getting worse. If it's negative and pointing up, it may tell you that the worst is over. We're still in an outflow situation, but they are abating. We may be nearing a bottom. And in fact, there is a level you can use on that little chart. If the liquidity index is under minus four on that chart yes. and turns around, you can use that as a buy signal. That's basically telling you that sort of level of liquidity outflow, if we bottom below that, uh, is normally associated with continued rises in the JSC. And, so and here we it's, are. It's, on a, it's been on a downtrend for a few days now, and now it's suddenly turned up. It's, it's still minus, of course, and it's around about minus two. Is that also an indicator that perhaps it's going to start getting back to equilibrium and may even go positive in the next few days? It could, Lindsay, because it did that a while back in the previous instance. Uh, I think we show about a year on this chart. It could, but... The minus four level is obviously a lot less frequent, but more accurate than the minus two level. So if you see a turnaround at minus four, we've obviously had a much more violent sell off and you have a higher confidence that this is indeed the bottom we're looking at. But there will be a lot more turnarounds at the level you are seeing now at a minus two because we've had a relatively baby correction, yes. which means it's less accurate. You know, so this, the steeper below or the, the further negative this thing is when it turns around, the more accurate the thing is in terms of giving you a good bottoming signal. And we've sort of figured out that minus four level gives you the most accurate signal, which we haven't seen in, in a while. So that's the first thing. Are we negative as we are currently? So currently we are negative. We went below minus two. We're turning up. It's actually saying uh, the market is bearish. But it's getting less bearish every day now. So this could potentially be a, a turning point, but not one I would bank the kitchen sink on because it's not below that that minus four. So this is just telling me, you know, the market's a bit bearish right now. I'm going to sit this one out. Right. That's how I would interpret this one. You know, I'm, I'm waiting. You know, I need to see uh, new all-time highs or, or the last highs broken out from the JC right now before I, I take any credence. But right now, this indicator is telling me we're in an outflow. It's, in the last two days, it has improved slightly. Yes. But that's not enough to, to tell me that the, the complete negative situation is okay, over. Okay, so it's not a, there's not a consensus here. I think what, you, what I always do when I look at indicators, you, know, you, you get it right a couple of times and, and you start to get keen to – to carry on with the winning streak. But this is the yes. case of just sitting and waiting for the extreme, either for a sell signal or a buy signal, minus four, plus yes. four, etc. And uh, Lindsay, when it goes through zero, when we go from an outflow to an inflow or negative to positive, that is what I call a secondary buy signal. That's sort of giving you the all clear now. Right. You know, so it can lag the market, obviously. One of the very nice features of this indicator, though, is quite often, and by that I say more than 70% of the time, this indicator dips below zero, showing you that there are outflows a couple of days before the JC has peaked, which mm. is quite nice. It actually gives so you an predictive. early warning. That, correct. That's the predictive part of it, is because the things that do start going there. You know, the JSC doesn't just one day decide it's going to fall out of bed on its own. It's, it's not an animal on its own. It is driven by the underlying shares. 
Now, quite often, the JC can keep chugging up because it's been carried by these large caps on these rand hedges and nuspass and all these things. But under the hood, the net new 10 and the net new 50-day highs are deeply negative because all the other shares are going down. So when, when more shares are going down than up, the JC can still be going up, fooling those that just looking at the price that things are bullish. But actually under the hood, things are starting to get bearish. And that's where this indicator is predictive, is it's looking under the hood at the things that deteriorate before the actual index itself starts deteriorating. I think that's the useful part of this is to, if especially, and that this works best, Lindsay, when we've had a hell of a bull run and this thing starts curving over, that starts telling you things are weakening. Yeah. You know, volume is fading out, advances are fading out, etc., and volatility is rising under the hood. And when it goes below zero, it's actually telling you it's maybe time to liquidate your short-term positions. Okay, Dwayne, it sounds like a fascinating five-year project that you've undertaken and it's now bearing fruit. We'll keep an eye on this and occasionally you can give us an update. You can contact me and we can put it out that this indicator has started to work. But let's wait for the extremes. At the moment, we're sitting on the fence. That was Dwayne Furen from ShareNet. And of course, that podcast was proudly brought to you by sharenet.co.za.